From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I'm going to admit today that I am rather sad and a little down and depressed. Uh, because within, I believe, the next 24 hours, the United States government is going to tell you, the hard-working people of these United States, Merry Christmas and the heck with you. Because this omnibus bill that is looming over our heads, like the Sword of Damocles, is going to do more damage to the hard-working American people who already are facing all kinds of hardships this year from inflated gas prices, straight-up inflation, food prices, housing prices, utility prices. B business people are dealing with even worse problems with not being able to pay the rent for their uh for their shops and other and other problems i mean we still have supply chain issues we still have baby food formula shortages i mean i see it every time i go to a grocery store it's ridiculous and yet with yesterday volodymyr zelensky the president of the ukraine making a huge splash, a surprise visit to Washington, and speaking last night before a joint session of Congress, and apparently Biden promising billions more dollars to help Ukraine. Even Mitch the dang turtle uh, McConnell said yesterday that it is the top priority of the GOP senators to fund the Ukraine. It is the, it, I mean, when I heard that, I thought, what? Seriously? It is the top priority for the Republicans in the Senate to fund the Ukraine. Forget our own border crisis down south, which really, there is no way Absolutely, positively, no way that this cannot be deliberate sabotage. There's no way. And now, I mean, the city of El Paso is facing a state of emergency. The, the, the oh, mercy. I'm, anyway, before we get into more of this, you know, this is going to be more of in black and rant today because we're about to get hosed by Mitch McConnell, Schmucky Chucky Schumer, and the Uniparty. We are. And for the incoming majority of the Republicans in the House, they're going to be thrown the biggest monkey wrench 
they will be they will no longer have leverage if this thing passes the power of the purse forget about it and to get this done as sort of a bon voyage present for nancy pelosi not that she's going to be speaker anymore she's not in leadership but she will hold her office i guess I don't know for how long, but apparently she'll still be uh, a member of Congress. But this is just sick, twisted, demonic, and straight up wrong. Oh, mercy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really at a loss for words. And what makes it even more annoying to me as a Floridian is the fact that Marco Rubio, who won his re-election bid in November by almost 15 points, is one of the Republicans who's voting for this. And the story today in from just the news is just annoying. You know, the headline, Senate agrees to a deal to pass omnibus spending bill to keep open government, and it includes a vote on maintaining Title 42, which was brought up by Utah Senator Mike Lee. I thought, okay, maybe, just maybe, uh, we've got a slimmer of hope, but, well, I was premature in that. I, I was, and I'll admit to it. So now, this Title 42 vote is going to be a part of the deal. It's going to be an amendment to this monstrosity of an omnibus bill and apparently they have the votes because it's going to be a simple majority of 51 votes to pass an amendment not 60 and i'm going okay here we go so now apparently tomorrow or even later tonight they're going to vote on this thing now, there's probably nothing that can be done in the House because they don't have quite the majority they need to stop this. But I don't know what they can do in the House. I don't know what McCarthy can do. I really don't know. But somehow this thing has got to be stopped. And just because you want to get home for Christmas so dang bad that you're willing to screw the country to do it, frankly, to the Senate... I say to you, and especially you Republicans, a pox on your house. A pox on your house. Because what you've done to the American people is just bad. And Marco Rubio, you've betrayed the trust of millions of Floridians who voted for you in November, and now you're going to do this to them? I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's the time. I mean, at least you might learn something from your fellow senator, Rick Scott. He's not supporting this thing, but you are. And frankly, I'm going to be looking to see how you vote on the ultimate passage of this, sir, because you're going to have to explain to your constituents throughout the entire state of Florida, all 21 million plus of us, why you did this. Why did you make the Ukraine more important than the southern border, sir? You have explaining to do. And this whole thing, 
I mean, I don't even really want to start out the new year even being Republican anymore because this is just another example of the Uniparty and these so and you so-called Republicans just because a lot of y'all, some of y'all are on the way out, like Richard Shelby in, from Alabama, he's gone. Toomey is out uh, and, and being replaced by a guy who literally has brain damage. I'm going, okay, thank you, Pennsylvania. I don't, I, I'm, I really have no intention of visiting your state because y'all are just messed up beyond belief. But yeah, this is, this is crazy. The Senate is agreeing to this. And of course, what really blows my mind when I, um, I mean, speaking of Senator Rick Scott and this omnibus nightmare, this Frankenstein, Senator Rick Scott wonders how any Republican can voting, can justify voting for this massive spending bill that prohibits Customs and Border Patrol from using its $1.5 billion budget for border security funding. Thank you, Senator Scott. At least somebody from the Sunshine State's got some sense. I mean, I'm looking at this bill, and I'm just going, holy crap, are you kidding me? Now, this stupid bill, it expressly prohibits Customs and Border Patrol funding <coughs> from being used to improve border security. Huh? Customs and Border Patrol can't use federal money to improve border security, given the mess that's down there? Uh, and this came from Dan Bishop, from my beloved state of, home state of North Carolina, who brought this up. But yet, the same monstrosity of a bill is allocating $410 million towards border security for the following nations, Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman. Middle Eastern and African nations are getting more for their border security than we are. Talk about America last? Yipes. This tells, this tells me everything I need to know about what the priorities of our government, especially the Senate. Now, the House, whole different story because they're not taking uh, the reins until noon, January 3rd. But yeah, this is just crazy. How, and Senator Scott of Florida, God bless you that, I mean, this is the question. How can you justify as a Republican Voting for this. Seriously. The Border Patrol and uh, the, oh my goodness, the, the Border Patrol Council, Brandon Judd, God bless him. This, they're ticked and they're clueless, you know, as to far as what is making these yahoos in the Senate vote against them because they're not getting any, they're not getting any love. They're not getting cut a break anywhere, my friends. Nowhere. Holy cow. And, oh, I mean, the more you look into this bill, 
the and I strongly recommend you know some of the articles that we put links to on in blackandright.net our website read them absolutely read some of this because I'll tell you it is absolutely mind-boggling what this government is doing with this and it's going to make the job of the incoming House Republicans that much harder to have leverage on the FBI, the DOJ, Homeland Security, and others that you need to explain yourself because they're just going to blow them off. They can have, they'll, they'll be subpoenaed, they come in, they lie. It's like, and they're, and they're going, you're not going to do anything because you can't stop us. Because we're funded for the rest of the fiscal year. I'm like, that is exactly going to be the attitude of people like Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland, Alejandro Mayorkas, and all the other goofballs in this administration, in this regime, who think they are smarter than everybody. And we have directly to thank or scorn the uniparty of the Republicans and the Democrats in the Senate. And frankly, I'm thinking any future legislation that's coming out of the Senate from any Republican who voted for this is going to be pretty much toast. It's going to be toast. Because if you vote for it, Chip Roy and at least 12 other House Republicans are going to tell you, uh, you want a bill? You want something passed? Not a snowball's chance. Not a snowball's chance. This is insane. Oh my gosh, it is just absolutely insane. I mean, if you, I mean, let me tell you, I mean, Mitch McConnell made it quite clear yesterday that Funding Ukraine is going to be the top priority of GOP senators. Seriously, that came out. If I didn't see it and hear it with my own ears, I would have thought somebody had, like, manipulated this. You know, sort of like, um, I don't know, bad lip, bad lip sync or something. But holy cow. I mean, and... <laughs> I mean, here's, I mean, I'll let you hear it from Zelensky himself. I mean, we've given you God knows how many billions of dollars and you don't even have the decency to even wear a suit and a tie when you're addressing a joint session of Congress? Come on, dude. I mean, step your game up. But here's Zelensky last night, the heart of, of what's really why he is here in the U.S. Uh, this is from la his speech last night before a joint session of Congress. Financial, financial assistance is also critically important, and I would like to thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for both financial packages you have already provided us with and the ones you may be willing to decide on. Your money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. Uh-huh. Yep-o. That's Zelensky. That's the heart of this. He is right here 
in our nation's capital, his first foreign trip since the war 300 and what, 301 days ago, coming here at the most suspicious and opportunistic time because he wants to make sure he gets his cut from the United States. This is not, and just to say that it's not charity, it's an investment? Are you freaking serious? Uh, sorry, President Zelensky, but that one ain't going to fly for all the money that we've given to you. But at the expense of our own border security, what have we gotten for it? Now, keep in mind, folks, the Ukrainians are not Boy Scouts. The Ukrainian leadership, anyway. Now, for the tens of thousands of people in, Ukra in the Ukraine who've died, who've lost their homes, I don't blame the Ukrainian people at all. I, I don't. They are the victims here. And into a, into a degree, so are the Russian people. But yeah, keep in mind, Ukraine is the third most corrupt country on the planet. Their oligarchs ain't exactly hurting. They're rich. They are seriously rich. But nobody, Republican or Democrat, any of these fanboys, especially the Republicans, has never explained to the American people why the Ukraine is in our vital, and emphasis on the word vital, United States interests. They can't because it doesn't exist. It is not there. However, our southern border, oh yeah, there's definitely a vital U.S. interest because we're getting invaded and apparently it's okay. And people like the Cabbage Patch doll of a press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, keeps saying, oh, the border's closed, the border's secure. Same with Mallorcas, same with the cackler, Kalamata Harris. I mean, seriously? If you honestly believe that, then you're on drugs or you're part of the problem and you've been manipulated and played. I mean, you need to be seriously deprogrammed to be perfectly honest. So yeah, now, if you want to talk about something that is in our vital interest, how about Taiwan? Taiwan is very much in our best vital interest as a nation because without the chips, the semiconductor chips that they make, we're going to have a problem. Our, then our economy will be thoroughly screwed in more ways than you can possibly imagine. We need to protect Taiwan. That's in our interest. And it's our, not just military interest, but economic interest. But apparently, I'm just a big old dumb bear and nobody wants to listen to me. Well, you better start because my friends and fellow patriots, we are about to get thoroughly hosed. We are, because the second this bill passes, it is absolutely, we're going to get hosed. Get ready for a 2023 that you didn't think was possible, but it will be. It's going to be a, it's going to be a year of reckoning, I believe. 
because it's going to be interesting because if the Senate and the Uniparty handcuffs the House and its ability to use the power of the purse, the power of the subpoena, and everything else, then guess what, folks? We're going to get more of the same because there will be no, and I repeat, no incentive whatsoever for any of these federal agencies, especially the DOJ and the FBI, to come clean on anything. The whole thing with the laptop from hell, uh, the treatment of January 6th prisoners, nothing. There's going to be nothing that's going to get these people's attention unless the appropriations process kicks in and say, hey, and you have the right people who have, who have some stones and a spine of titanium to tell these people, hey, no money for you until you get us what we want and some answers. If that's taken away because of the omnibus bill, the spending bill, 2023 is going to be a waste. It's just going to be an absolute waste of time. And we can't afford that. We need to come clean on an awful lot of stuff. I mean, oh my goodness. I can't even begin to count how many agencies. Oh, and by the way, uh, just as a little side note, uh, we will have those 87,000 IRS agents who are going to make life absolute hell on average Americans. I mean, you don't need 87,000 soldiers to go after millionaires and billionaires because there aren't that many. There are not that many. It's going to be the mom and pop businesses. It's going to be the ones who are playing by the rules. You know, anybody who's perceived as a political enemy and they're going to use the power of the IRS and these armed agents to go after them. They're going to go after you. So yeah, this is going to be a real fun one, at least here at home, but with more money going to the Ukraine. I'm absolutely concerned that if they get uh, our missile systems, our Patriot missile system, and they start shooting missiles in towards Moscow or Leningrad, oh, sorry, not Leningrad, St. Petersburg, <laughs> sorry, got stuck in the Cold Warfare for a second, but we could be essentially giving the Ukraine the means to start a kinetic war, a shooting war with the Russians because it's not going to be Ukrainian equipment, it's going to be American equipment plus the advisors and technicians to teach the Ukrainians how to use it. It's going to be Vladimir Putin's big excuse. It's going to be. I mean, I'm, I'm just absolutely, I mean, let's keep going here. I mean, this is what we're going to be up against next year. Now, the Twitter files. And yes, Elon Musk has promised he will resign 
as CEO of Twitter until he can find a replacement. So this is going to be interesting on this one because the very FBI, I mean, it, their response to the Twitter files is just in, inane. It's inane, and frankly, it's a bit, well, asinine. I mean, this is what they said and responded uh, to Fox News uh, on Wednesday when they released this statement. And it in part goes, quote, we are providing it so that they can take whatever action they deem appropriate. That means the uh, big tech companies that the FBI had worked with and to spread their whatever. Uh, it, let me try this again. Uh, we are providing it so that they can take whatever action they deem appropriate under their terms of service to protect their platform and protect their customers. Quote, unquote. But here's the part that just drives me nuts. But we never direct or ask them to take action. Quote, unquote. Sorry, FBI. Your sanctimony has been blown up. It's got more holes in it than Swiss cheese. And now with the growing number of FBI whistleblowers who are talking about y'all big time, uh, you have no credibility anymore. I'm sorry, you've been politicized, you've been weaponized by Christopher Ray, by Merrick Garland and the Department of Injustice. You, no, you've got nothing. You've got absolutely no credibility. Neither does the DOJ. So this sanctimony of, oh, the men and women of the FBI, we work hard and we're doing, it's like, no, mm -mm. no, no, no. You can keep saying it, but there's going to be people who are going to be laughing at you because you've got nothing. You have absolutely no credibility. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just amazed and blown away how much our country is about to get royally screwed, and here we are three days before Christmas. It is the United States Congress's Christmas present to the American people, and for all of those hardworking folks, MAGA folks, America First folks, Trump supporters, how you worked hard in your communities, during the primaries, during the midterms. And this, sadly, is what you get for all of those Republicans that got Trump endorsements? I mean, I'm sorry, where is President Trump getting up in these guys' grill? I endorsed you, you won, and now you're doing this to the American people? I'm going, whoa, whoa, and whoa. And the sad part is, there's nothing that, if this bill passes, there's nothing that can be done. At least not for the first nine months of the calendar year until we get to October 1st and the new budget. Now, I mean, sadly, you know, that's nine months that may be wasted if they're going to try to uh, have some real accountability, but doggone it. To think that one of my senators that I voted for, actually, I did vote for you, Senator Rubio. 
I know you probably won't hear this, but dude, a pox on you for betraying the trust of the people of Florida and for the people of the United States who are looking to you. And I'm sure there's at some point you're going to want to run for the presidency again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you try that, yeah, this is going to come back and bite you right square in the arse politically because of what you've done to the people of Florida, and I will do whatever I can to make sure that every Floridian I know knows exactly what you did to betray them, especially if you want to run for the presidency. Or, I don't know, you might want to try running for governor of Florida, but whatever aspirations you have in the future, oh yeah, this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever I can to make sure this comes back and haunts you, and haunts you big time. My God. God, people. Ugh. I'm I, I'm just really upset. I'm mad. I feel once again that so many Republicans, conservatives have been betrayed by your own party. I mean, just straight up, full on betrayal. And this is exactly why I don't really trust most Republican candidates, most Republican politicians. They are willing at the drop of a hat or, I don't know, maybe some big old carrot that some lobbyist uh, put dangles in front of you to take the people who voted for you and tell them, thanks, but uh, I don't need you anymore, at least not for six more years. And they're hoping at some point they're going to forget about this. The problem is, uh, Senator Rubio, conservatives tend to have real long memories. And I am one of them. But I don't know what to do. I, I just really don't know what to do. So this is going to really put 2023 in a very weird spot for the incoming MAGA house. It really is. So, again, just Mitch McConnell and all you Repub Senate Republicans who voted for this, a pox on you all. I'm tired of this. The American people are tired of this. Are you going to do something that actually does something good for the country? Or are you just going to continue to just write blank checks for the Ukraine and have Zelensky come over here essentially as the chief lobbyist for the Ukrainian government? And pull these theatrics. I don't know. But for right now, we have to deal with this. I warned so many people to watch out for the lame duck session. And here we are, close to the end of it. And everybody wants to go home for Christmas. And they're going to absolutely throw you, the hardworking American taxpayer, under the bus. Please remember this. Please remember this when election time comes in 2024. Remember how these people, especially there's going to be Republicans who are going to be up for re-election in the Senate. Oh, there are. And they need to be dealt with. So please remember this, my friends. Please. Oh, anyway, I think I'm rant over for the day, I'm afraid. But, um... Again, if you want to um, 
get uh, check us out in blackandright.net is our website email in blackandright at gmail.com we're all over social media we're on true social parlor uh getter true patriot network instagram uh so and a few others as well and we might be adding a few more this next year i'm not really sure but also if you want to catch the audio version of our podcast just go to your favorite podcast platform we are on all of them and just look for us in black and white or my name jerry brooks so my friends tomorrow will be not just wtf friday but it will be our last adventure in podcasting for 2022 before taking christmas and new year's off to just get some rest and get ready for what's going to be a really nasty 2023. So friends, love y'all. Take care of yourselves. God bless. And remember, patriots come in all colors. <laughs>